All right, what's up, guys? Welcome to Planet Creative Podcast. Uh, this is the first episode we're ever recording, and our first guest ever is Andre Albanese. It's just rude as fuck on my phone. <laughs> to start the thing. All right, yeah. It's all good. Good start. Fuck it. How you doing, bro? I mean, how's how's COVID life been treating you? How's um, the fire, world been treating bro. you? Fire. COVID's fire. COVID itself is fire. It, uh... Cheers. Oh, yeah, Cheers. I think, um, no, it's bad. It's really bad and I'm scared. <laughs> Are you? Have you been worried this whole time? No, like, I'm not like a, cause both my parents got it and they're like 66 and they were fine after like a week. They got lucky, but, um, I don't know. It's scary. It's not, not scary. I kind of, I mostly want it to just be over, but I like, I'm never, I'm going to wear a mask forever, probably. I think I'm going to wear a mask forever, probably. I'm fully committed to the idea of the United States of America becoming a mask country. Okay. Like Japan or I like mean, China. I mean, yeah, that's something, you know, I mean, my dad works in the medical field and that's something I've talked about with him because he's like, oh, well, you know, in our office with it, um, only one section, all the secretaries got COVID, but nobody else in his office got COVID. That's and he was like, so like, do the masks really do something or is it just proximity? I and I was like, the- dude, every other, almost every other country in the world rocks masks, even if a cold, they have a cough. They wake up in the morning, they have a cough. They put a mask on just out of human decency. My favorite thing though, is if you see like, um, pictures of, uh, like a group I don't know if it's in Japan or in China, but like the, the the pictures of like a ton of people walking wearing masks. Mm-hmm. There's always one old guy who's not wearing it. Uh, well, <laughs> that's the, that the universal thing yeah. of an old guy's not wearing masks because he's like fuck it. Yeah, that's, that's what awesome. I was gonna say. Like, that's kind of sick. Yeah, I do no, fuck. I, that, that old old guy energy is. Uh, it's bad, but it's cool. Well, yeah, I feel like you just get to an age where you're just like, you know what, man? I've lived like I see old people all the time with no masks, and I'm like, when people ask about it, I'm like. They're 70, 80 years old. They're like, what's you know your, what? If COVID gets me, fuck it. What's your stance on masks outdoors? Masks so indoors? No question. Yeah. Indoors, no question. We're hypocrites. Indoors, no question. <laughs> <laughs> um, mask indoors, no question. But outside, like uh, on the walkway, they're, like people are wearing masks. But like so, I walk across it with the mask on my wrist mm-hmm. alone, like not around people. Yeah. And um, you when you cross people on the walkway, they're on the other side because that middle part's right. for all the bikers and stuff. Right. So like I, I don't know. I am not wearing them outside, and I do get, I do get looks, but like, and I feel bad. But then I'm like, I don't know. I'm six feet away from everybody, and like, it's like yeah, outside I mean, is like outside. That's what I was gonna say. My thing about and outside. I've, I've, this is probably ignorant to someone. <laughs> I'm probably being super ignorant to, like, someone, but, like, I don't know. I just, like, if I'm outside not around other people, yeah. I don't want to, like, No, I'm not I feel that. If I if I walk up to you and we're outside and I see you and I'm going to have a conversation, I'll put my yeah, mask no, on if I'm going to get close to you. But, like, if I'm far away, it's kind of like, has your, what's the point? Has your beard been this short the whole time or did you no. trim it down recently? So, beginning of COVID, uh, actually, yes, I Side note, I did trim it down recently, but that's because I went to edge up my beard and, and you took a chunk out of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the so, I never touch it. I yeah, never touch so it. So I was like, you know what? I got to take this out. But um, I, 
no, I, at one point I had, I grew my hair out during COVID. I grew my beard out. It was, your hair when it's it was long. crazy. Um, is it, you have curly hair. So right? it gets kind of like mine. It I think gets it's like, like mine. Yeah. I was going to say it gets down to here. Right. But once it gets down to here long, it starts going out like this way and Lettuce? up like a, no, like, like an afro. afro. Like yeah, literally like an afro. I think you got to let it go. I don't want to see this. Dude, I can show you some pictures after. I and I, I tried everything. In high school, I would grow my hair out for lacrosse season. I'd wake up in the morning, blow dryer, gel in the wet hair. It'd be slick no, back I mean, you good. you just got to go natural. Dude, I'd get to school, poof. You got to go natural. with Every time you grow your hair out, you just got to let that shit do what it does. I feel that. But um, I asked the like, beard cut because like, mask beard, is a, that's a personal hell. That like only men with... I trimmed mine down. At one point, my like beard would be like poking out. Like, my beard was really long. My, my beard was probably like down to here when I pick it out. And I trimmed that shit down like a couple weeks ago because I, it would like push the shit back. Mm-hmm. And I take my mask off and it's like bedhead, but mask beard. Yeah. Like it would be like shaping in the way that it would be. Shaping yeah, you can way. move that back if it's it a little close sh- to you. It would You're be good shaping now. in a way that like my uh, beard would be like all fucked up. So it was at a point where I was carrying a pick around with me everywhere. And I was, was going like, to say, dude, I was bringing up my brush, my dude. beard brush everywhere. And I had, um, I had beard balm in the car with me at all times. So like I, and then I, I think I'm going to keep it at this length for a while just cause it was, it was getting really long. But your beard grows in full. See the problem with mine is like, no, it's, it's I have a patch under here. I, no, I have a patch under here, but my hair my is My mustache like, doesn't connect in all spots. My, look, both of our beards look like pubes. That's <laughs> not a. Mine might look slightly less like pubes, but they both look like balls. Our okay. faces look like scrotums. Okay. Our mothers don't approve. No, no absolutely all. not. Every At time, fucking all. My mom would be texting my girlfriend on the low. Is Aiden gonna shave anytime <laughs> soon? Like, I'd be like, yo, what? Why are you doing that? Yeah, you're. <laughs> I don't know. My parents don't know how to use their iPhone, so it's fine. They're not gonna really. <laughs> yeah, my parents aren't gonna hear. This. See, my dad, my dad uses a Droid still. Loves. He's a big Droid guy. Gang. Shout out to and, Green Bubbles uh, everywhere. He Green Bubbles. Uh, you know, shout out to y'all for sticking <laughs> with it. So yeah, it is a respectable thing. It's noble to be, you know be a thing no one wants. Yeah, <laughs> in their phone. Yeah, they are better phones though. I because like the why. Why? Is it operate? The, I think the operating systems and cameras OS? are better, but like the cameras are crazy. I'll take bro. an interface all day the cameras, over operating system. I just like the way that like you can pick up any iPhone and instantly know how to use it. Yeah, exactly. Like that's the exactly the um accessibility or whatever or like the into the intuition. I don't know how to talk, but like those things are mad easy. They're super easy. To use. Yeah, yeah. Anyone can use them. But then, then again, and the cameras are catching up. Isn't like the twelve Pro shooting Dolby? It shoots in like and like what? It shoots. I don't know what that means. It shoots in. Hold on. I know my. I don't even know what iPhone I have. If we're being honest, I, think I know it's four. It shoots in four K. It though. shoots in four K. Mine. I'm, I think mine shoots in four K. Also, hold on. Talk so there's not dead. Air. <laughs> I do. I do want to get back though to what we were talking about before. We started this with the $80,000 camera. What constitutes mm-hmm. the price being $80,000 on a camera? Why? Why? I think it like, um, I, I mean, I don't even know. 
because I've never. Like, does like, this thing? Can I've you shoot DP'd. fucking? Can you shoot a video shoots, of fucking Mars from here with the goddamn thing? I think it thing? shoots. Well, no, I think it shoots an AK, eight K. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yes, <laughs> it shoots an eight K. I think, like the the different like lighting options it has, like the like you can shoot in like different lightings and stuff, and um, almost like the different setups you can do on it make it so like there's basic you like barely have to edit anything in post oh wow because like the coloring will be like the coloring will be good the lighting will be good if you're doing anything in post it might be tweaks here and there yeah um it uh i don't know it's just i don't know why Mm -hmm. but if you see one i'll show you on my phone after but like if you like see one in action and like watch playback you're like oh I see. It makes sense. So, because it looks, it just looks insane. It looks crazy. So, how now to get into some uh, creative stuff, not COVID? Um, how did you get into video and all that? Because I've known you for a while, and you know, we went to the same church growing up. Played shout out to Mount Carmel yeah. one time. Played frisbee growing up. Shout, shout out, out to Goth Dad. Shout out to Goth Dad. <laughs> shout out to Hyde Park Ultimate Frisbee League. Exactly. Um. Who was that guy who who was that guy who punched that kid? Oh, I have no idea. Remember that? No. You don't remember that? No, I don't. I think the reason it stopped is because someone threw hands. <laughs> but um Absurd. Yeah, no. yeah, how did you get into the whole film thing? Because I never knew that that's what your focus was. The like the genesis of it was like my friend Patrick, who I've known since kindergarten. He went to Boston University, and he's an English major, but all of his friends were film majors. Mm -hmm. So around, like, sophomore year of college, um, I, like, met all of his friends at his younger brother's graduation party. And, like, um, I, like, started, like, developing friendships with them. And then when they would, like, film stuff in Boston or when I would, like, go visit Pat in Boston, um, they, like asked me to act in their stuff but like the the crews the crews in boston were so small that like everyone would have to do everything on set okay so like i learned how to do i learned how to like i learned just like literally everything from those guys like how to like use a c-stand or like um like how to i would like watch them mix sound i would watch them set up shots and like set up lights and stuff and be like oh this is how everything works and then all while that was happening with, like, the friend group in Boston through my friend Patrick, another one of my really close friends, uh, Matt, who we also went to Mount Carmel with, he went to NYU. He's was a math – he was a math major and I think, like, a psychology major um, or philosophy, I think. But he uh, – all of his friend, a couple of his friends went to Tish, and one of his friends, who, I'm, who I've known since freshman year, Ben, he he was uh, went to the film school at NYU, and uh, like junior year or senior year of college, when he was planning his thesis film, he, uh, I was just like talking to him, and I was like, oh, like I'd be down to help out, whatever. I ended up, um, like co-producing that with his. Uh, um, with his girlfriend Izzy, and off of that project, like I met so many people on that set that asked me to work on their stuff. 
and then it just kind of snowballed from there. That's how like the network in New York grew. So what was your major in when marketing. you went to college? I, I, oh, I okay. majored in marketing at St. John's. Yeah. Okay. But like that's so the thing, kind like, of like that realm though, in a sense, because like I mean, not like, really, if anything, but it was just like the the like basic shit you learn in business school about like exactly. engagement, exactly, and like talking to people. I mean, because even before like, um, which is by the way, the most beneficial part of business school, I feel like just at being, least, <laughs> yeah, just just like learning learning how to like talk to people and like know to, how to like not get fucked, yeah, um, but. I mean, like, it was just, like, building relationships with these people. And, like, you get why, like, <clears throat> once you do it once, you understand why, like, Adam Sandler makes sure all of his boys are in all of his movies. Because, mm-hmm. like, when you're working on one of those things, you really just want to be surrounded by people who, like, you like and you know that are easy to work with. Right. And, like, are hard workers. Yeah. With, with like, the, um, my friend Pat, all of his friends in Boston, my friend, uh, uh, ben, all of like his film friends at NYU, they didn't care that I wasn't a film major. They just liked that I like, they liked that I was just down to like help out. Yeah. And that was like my foot in the door. Yeah. And then uh, on one of those NYU sets, I met one of my friends, Ricky, who works um, at Cinematic Music Group, which is a record label in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where like Joey Badass started out. And, uh, um, like they have like really good artists on that roster. Um, I think Abby Jasmine was, is another one. She's, she makes really good music, but like they, um, I met him on a set and then he was like, Oh, if there's ever like work I need help with or whatever, I'll hit you up to do like freelance stuff. And then that is how I'm doing like the shit I'm doing now. So that's how you got into it. Yeah. That's dope though. I mean, you kind of worked your way into something it's found just, what you like too like not yeah, only that no, but you I, found I something that you truly enjoy at least it seems like hearing you talk about it i do like i like it because it's even if shit's going poorly or like i'm frustrated or annoyed it's still cool like it's still right. fun because i'm like uh i'm on set with like people making cool shit yeah like I'm, no, you're I always surrounded by cool shit when like at a marketing internship like, I had a marketing internship at Sirius XM junior year of college. Mm-hmm. It was an email marketing internship from, like, September to December. And I hated it because I was working in a cubicle just doing, like, spreadsheets all day. It was I, feel I was working not that level of radio, but um, do you know Town Square Media? If you're working at Sirius, did you ever hear about Town Square? I think, yeah. So I was interning at Town Square, which does... Um, you know, a lot of the local radio stations around here, and actually a lot, they have a bunch of Poughkeepsie and stuff too. I think like WRRV or WPDH, one of those ones is a town square company, and it was like the same thing. Um, The one thing that really made my internship enjoyable there was my boss. My boss was super cool. He worked at AOL when AOL was into music and everything, so he like worked his way up. Now he's actually working at Facebook last time I talked to him, so shout out to Mike for that. But that was like one of the only things that made my internship fun because a lot of it was just like behind the scenes stuff. Um, Not so much spreadsheets. My first internship was at a company in Poughkeepsie, all spreadsheets. I got like a 50,000 cell Excel file and had to scrub it. (laughs) That That was was my project. Whole summer. My internship at Sirius was like they were migrating from Oracle to like Adobe. Like Mm. they were migrating all the hosting of their email marketing assets. Oh, God from Oracle to Adobe 
and all I was doing was downloading shit off of like Oracle server, putting everything in zip files and uploading it to like the cloud service that was going to hold it until they uh, signed the contract with Adobe or whatever and logging it in mm-hmm. a spreadsheet. See and that? it was, and my boss, he spent like a day and a half training me and then was like, here, you're going to be doing this for three See, months. See, and that and just I, I sucks didn't, though. Because what, what did you learn? I, nothing. Not exactly. a fucking thing. I learned that it wasn't what I wanted. Like, if that is what that guy's job is, if, like, if his job is uh, managing interns and, like, doing a little bit of that at, like, mm-hmm. his own desk, I don't want to do that. Yeah, and that, that was one of um, the nice things about my internship at Town Square compared to my other one, which was all data stuff, was the, my boss, like, I talked about that guy, Mike, before, he would actually be like, all right, so I need you to do this, but this is why, yeah. and this is, like, the reason that we're doing it. And he would follow yeah. up, so I actually learned something. So that was I cool. mean, I learned, like, I, it's dick of me to say that I learned nothing. Because, like, I didn't know that, like, but I not knew what nothing. You I knew have nothing expected. Ab- it's not like you learned no, something no, that I was, thought, like... And it's not even like I thought I'd be, like, working in the studio with, like, Howard Stern. Right, right. I, that's not what I went there expecting at all. But, like, I expected to learn a bit more than just the bare, like, what I could have read about email marketing from Wikipedia. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. And, like, it was cool. Like, shout out to them for uh, hiring a brown kid and throwing him money <laughs> for, you know, four months or whatever. Oh, you were, it was a paid internship, though, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's nice. But, like... I would have done it for free if I'd learned more. I get what you're saying. Because yeah. that money is in savings or spent on rent. Yeah. Know? Like, it's like... You know. Yeah, right. So, I mean, it was... I, the th- I made sure that it was informative even though it was bad. Which is like, oh, I learned I don't want to work in, like, a traditional office setting at the very least. Right. You know? And that, yeah, that's something I learned when I did that, my internship in uh, Poughkeepsie was like, this is a traditional office. It was an insurance company. I was like, this is not what I want to do. Yeah, no. And then at least at town square, I was like more geared towards it because like ultimately with what I do for marketing, I want to find a way into music or fashion, mm-hmm. but it was like country music, which like, I'm not the biggest country guy. Yeah. So for me <laughs> it, and like classic rock, so for me, it was like hard to get behind some yeah. of the stuff. Whereas like one of my bosses who ran the social media at this place, at this branch of town square, was actually working on like double XL. He was mm. helping produce a show Ooh, on double XL because cool. town square owns double XL. So it was like cool because I would walk into his office sometimes and we'd talk about like old school hip hop because he was a little older or even just like, yo, did you hear that new that new Fat Joe song? Like, I'm some shit like that, where it was like, this is dope. And that was something that was nice, because I learned, and I would be like, well, what are you doing on the computer? And he'd be like, well, I'm taking this audio and doing this and making this mix for, like, the intro to the it's show. It's so nice to know that, like, people do have nice internship experiences. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't... I've had... Uh, I would say in college, I had one cool internship experience, but everything else was just so mid and it's in like would you say your work with your friends was almost like an internship in a sense i mean obviously you were like working. all the short films like when yeah. i was like learning how to yeah but you yeah, still were learning sure. cuz like that i make the, the thing that like i try to approach every set with is just like i want to learn a new skill or just something i didn't know before mm-hmm. every time right um 
not master it or not because, but like just like you know, introduce new ideas to like my like I. I think learning is you always just want to be learning new right. shit, um, and like their willingness to teach or like let me figure it out on my own, like little small shit was like really cool yeah and like learning how to like manage multiple tasks on my own in like a film setting where like um i'm talking to this person i'm talking to this uh you know this guy who manages a business about renting his space i'm you know talking to home depot to rent generators i'm doing this i'm doing that it like i'm you know figuring out food for like the whole week uh helping out with the budget whatever like because those sets are so small and everyone kind of has their fingerprints on everything Mm -hmm. and because um i don't know i think people our age are like nice (laughs) like they're just like we're like inherently i think like our uh generation or like the age group our age group is like very accepting of a lot of people not for sure they uh you know again it like comes back to they didn't care that i was like a business major they did. They had no assumptions of like, oh, this business major is going to come in here and not be creative. Right. They were just like, oh, you know, Andre's the homie. Like, let's see what he can do. And it kinda, yeah, like, that's dope. Though. It was definitely like I would consider an internship, especially because I wasn't getting paid. Yeah. No. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> no. They, um, that's that's dope though that you had friends who were like not only did something that you were interested in, but were willing to let you work on it. Like yeah. they weren't like, ah, I, I don't know. Like no, they it was, gave they you were, a shot. They, they weren't were, hesitant on it. They were like supported it. They were no, like, no, wow, I think it's because like the, any, there's almost like, um, it's really, uh, it's reassuring when like people are down to do stuff knowing that like the only compensation that they're going to get is like basically food and like their mm-hmm. travel covered. Right. And like, even that, like a lot of the like student film sets I've worked on, like, you know, money's tight. Right. Even, even the, even the wealthier kids whose things I've worked on, it's not like, you know, they're not, I, I would say that I haven't worked with anyone who had, like, fuck you money, where they were just, like, spending, yeah. you know, re- like, without worrying about how much Without looking spending. at a price tag. No, like, they, uh, even the kids who had, like, a lot of money and spent a lot of money on projects, they were, like, stretching a dollar. Um, but, like, people are more talented at that than other people, I guess. But, like, they, um, I, I just think it's, there's something, like, it's reassuring to people when, like, you know, you work hard regardless because you just like, mm-hmm. you know, you want you just want to. Yeah, learn. and if you work you hard at anything, you can and pretty it's much also learn like it. I was really just trying to hang with the homies. Yeah, and they have, and that's another dope part. They were all your boys, yeah. but like if you work hard at anything, I feel like you can learn it. I feel like that's like a misconception that people have. Like if yeah. you work hard at pretty much anything, you're gonna eventually get the hang of it. If you put the hours and the work, or in, like you'll at least be mediocre. Exactly. And like that for some things, yeah. it's enough. Yeah. Really, for some things, it really is. Like I don't know, I um, and then it also is that the like it's also just it's nice to just be around like that kind of energy, mm-hmm. like where definitely feel everybody's that. like kind of everybody's sort of wet behind the ears. Everybody's like figuring shit out, and you're all doing it together the common goal and like you're all like that is literally my favorite thing because like 
like growing up, you and I both played like team sports mm-hmm. and like that camaraderie is like so at the at the very least subconsciously it is ingrained in like what we find pleasurable exactly. about like s- certain situations like it's nice to have camaraderie with people you're doing anything with you don't get that in a setting where you're working in a, a cubicle you don't get no, that in a no setting way. where um and if you, you know, do, everybody you're has blessed if you're in a cubicle and you got that you're absolutely no blessed. i know and, and if you get that and if you do get that in a in an environment if you get that with like the person two cubicles down from you not the person right next to you yeah. that like that like that is an anomaly but like my the point is like working on sets now with like music videos and stuff or like even the short films or the feature stuff that i've done it's like even if i don't uh talk to those people anymore or like um you just kind of like for the like regardless of the duration of a shoot whether it's two days or a week or like a month or whatever Mm -hmm. like for that time you are a team and even if you don't get along with people everybody's trying to do their job right right because like no one wants to like work that long on something and have it turn out right you know right so and like that is that's the cool like that's the closest thing to like being on a team right. that I felt since like playing sports. Or yeah, whatever. no, then that's actually yeah. dope. I, I I actually feel that too because like I played hockey, lacrosse my whole no. life growing up, and then I just stopped. No, and then last you stop year, and you, and it's you like, stop and you miss it. Yeah, you it's literally like, miss where, it. Yeah, where's and that at? That you, I think, that's a thing. Maybe like adjusting to adulthood that not a lot of people talk about is like where do you get the same joy you had as like a kid Mm -hmm. and you like fill it with new things. And I think one of the things you fill it with is like that camaraderie you felt Mm -hmm. as a kid, whether you were playing sports or you were in like, you know, boy Scouts or Mm -hmm. girl Scouts or whatever. I think once you stop doing it and you miss it, you're like, Oh, where am I going to find that now? And I think it's also important that you do something that you, that you really do like as well. Like that, that I feel like is one of the, biggest roles i mean obviously not everybody has the opportunity or even i guess in a sense the privilege to be able to do that but like, I, if you can you might as well fucking go for it i hit the fucking mic with my shoulder <laughs> even if like i i complain a little bit about my i'm not upset that like obviously everyone thinks they should be getting paid more for the work they mm-hmm. do. i really like don't after I told you before we started, I had, I was working in LA. Like I had a job that had like nothing to do with any of this. Mm-hmm. I was a product coordinator at a baby food company in Los Angeles. And, uh, I was making like for a first job, like for a first grown up job, I was making pretty decent money. And I like did not like that job. I did not like any function of that job. The people I worked with were kind of nice, but, like, I didn't, um, the people I worked with were kind of fire, honestly. Like, the, 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 (laughs) like, the, uh, the people I sat next to were really nice. Um, shout out to Alex and (laughs) Tiffany. Um, but, like, I, I just, like, it wasn't, it's not like, it it just wasn't, I knew it wasn't what I wanted to be doing. I knew it was what I wanted to be doing. And I complained about money a lot. I complain about money a lot because, like, I it's I don't like not having it. But like, the best experiences I've had have been on 
that like to this day like my favorite sets that i've been on were like student films where like everyone was actively losing money those are the be- those like those cuz and i think those are still some of like the best projects that i've worked on mm-hmm. but at the end of the day like, like i'd rank those up there with like any of the music videos yeah and at at the end of the day though those short films and stuff in a sense i i mean yeah you were losing money cuz you spent it on the film but like you were it was an, an investment in a way. But you you gain, know what I mean? You learn so much from investing exactly, that money yeah. into that short film and it's like and if the, you can invest the, re- the money into a short film the or work a job you hate, which the relationships, would you the experience and like the art you get back is like really what what yeah. it's about. I I, I don't so what direction yeah. do you want to take what you're doing, though? Do you want to go more towards the film side, or do you want to stay in, like, the music industry side of it? Um, I think... Because I have, like... One of my really good friends, Marcus, is, a is like, a really talented artist. And, like, I like working... I helped him uh, shoot, like, a promo video for his... Mm-hmm. Uh, an EP he has coming out soon this past weekend plug and him, like plug them what is it what's that ep uh it's i don't think it's it's a remix of so it's like his name is swami sound you can find him on spotify and apple music any any streaming service i think Perfect. um he released an ep uh last year called it is what it is and he's releasing a new ep of remixes a brazilian fuck i should know this uh i'm pretty sure it's brazilian but uh uh he got hooked up with a DJ and a D, uh one of these DJs remixed all of his songs and it's they're fucking fire and he's releasing it soon I don't know when but I think in December but um check his shit out for sure but like but I mean regardless of any like he's my friend yeah. I have friends who do shit in film I kind of just want to work with my friends. <laughs> so no matter what you do, my if direction, you're working with people you like and you fuck with, that's straight for My you. direction that I want to go in, because, I mean, if there's one thing that this year has, like, taught you is that, like, uh, the universe, if you make plans, the universe is just going to laugh at you. Like, the, oh, like don't give a fuck. Plans, plans never, if you make plans, they never go to plan. Right. Nothing ever goes to plan. It's always an audible. It's always, like, changing shit up. I want to, you know, I want to be calling audibles with friends who I trust. I don't want to be calling audibles with, like... I don't want to pigeonhole myself by saying, like, oh, I want to, like, only work in music or I want to only work in film. Mm -hmm. Not that that is, like, a pigeonhole thing because, like, both have, you know, a myriad of genres, but I really just want to work with my friends. Because that is, like, the most fulfilling thing that I've done in my short life. And I just want to keep doing that. That's dope. Like, at all That's costs. That's dope, though. That's dope. And, you know. So, I I think, I like, just six, whether or not I'm successful, like, I don't really, I, you know, money is money. Like, you obviously need it to, like, fucking live and, like, do right. nice things and, like, exist. But, like, I'm no, I don't care about, like, trying to be rich or whatever. I just want to make cool shit with my friends. That's it. That's literally it. Because, like, respect that. that's if awesome. that's all, if that's all I end up getting with my life, I can, I honestly think I can die happy just having made cool shit with my friends. That's literally, like, because, 
in spaces where I like haven't gotten to do that. Those are like the shitty internships, like the job I quit in March. <laughs> like those were are like I don't ever want to go back to there because mm-hmm. I wasn't happy there. Yeah, I want to stay there. in like the the shit where I'm happy. So what are like um. Like some big, not necessarily, you don't have to name anyone, but like, have you worked with some big names? Have you done, like, what's one of the coolest things you've ever been a part of? A cool set that necessarily wasn't like, uh, you know, a student You want film. me to flex right now? Oh yeah, flex. <laughs> big time flex. Um, no, I mean, like, I uh, I PA'd on a Joey Badass music video. Um, I'd say that was, I don't know if that was like the biggest thing I worked on, but that was the one that like, I was like, oh shit, like this is, yeah, this is sick. Yeah. Um... It was uh, it was a music video called "The Light." He re- like it was part of that little pack. He re- like it was like three songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but we worked on. I that was when I my friend Ricky called me and he was like, "Yo, are you free these days? Can you PA on the set?" And I was like, "Sure." Like obviously, who's the artist? And he was like, "Oh, Joy Badass." And I was like, "Yeah, I'll be, I'll be yeah, there. Yeah, I'll be I there. I don't care what um, I have. I'll be there." <laughs> and um, that set was crazy because it was one day three locations from like i mean i was awake for probably like 25 hours it was fucking crazy i woke up at six left poughkeepsie got back to poughkeepsie at like eight in the morning the next day damn shot through the night um it was i that shit was fucking fine it was before anyone had heard the like the songs weren't out yet so i got to like hear unreleased hearing unreleased music is really cool that's fun um having files on my phone that like i probably shouldn't is cool (laughs) um but like that was that was really cool just because like i've listened to joy badass since i was in like you know middle school yeah right like the beginning i remember the beginning of like pro era yeah and i I was um, about to say i remember when pro era first was like no that that was really and he was so nice Really, the nicest. It seems, but if you listen to his music, though, it really seems like he would be like a nice and positive person. No, yeah, even when he, he raps has about like, like nice and some harder things. songs, yeah. like he's still like you just said, he raps about a lot of positive shit. The, like, and this is the thing we talked. Like, had he been in a uni- in an alternate universe where he's an asshole, had he been an asshole, I would have been like, yeah, okay, that's fine, because he makes incredible music. Uh is like has been famous since he was like 17 or whatever yeah. like he's like been famous for so long or like i don't famous noteworthy he's done yeah. noteworthy things since he was a teenager yeah i wouldn't and i guess i wasn't surprised that he was nice but it was like cool like you know when they say like oh like don't meet your heroes yeah like, yeah. It, like it'll always yeah it'll ruin it exceeded my expectations that's of, dope. Like, like, he was just that's so dope. nice he really seems like he would At, be a when dope we person. rapped Took pictures with anybody who wanted them. Uh, and keep in mind, he was there basically from start to finish. Like, he was he was there for a really long time. Was not... I don't think he was... He didn't show up late. Uh, stayed through the whole thing. Like, we wrapped at, like, 5 a.m. He was there till 5 a.m. It was Damn. crazy. Like he's, uh, talking about, you know, Joey Badass and how he's, like, a good person on set, good person off set, everything like that. Have you met any people that you're like, all right, listen, man, like you don't have fuck you money yet. Like, look, come on. Like, let's, let's, let's take it easy a little bit. Like, so in the same way that like, I would have been okay 
for um in the same way that I would have been okay if Joey had been an asshole. I've met people who like I would I like expected them to be humble because like you know they're either young or they're uh just starting out or whatever but they were like bi- like a slightly big for their britches I'd say. I like his <laughs> Like, they have money, and they make music that, like, millions of people listen to, but, like, they're, uh, there's, like, an aura of, like, pretentiousness, mm-hmm. which is kind of, like, one of the things I dislike most, where it's, like, okay, like, you can, you're still a person. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure you still shart yourself. <laughs> like, yeah, like, you, yeah, like yeah. you make very human mistakes constantly. Yeah, yeah, like, you're not a god. You're not something that none I of us are. I don't like that, uh some people act like that but i mean like i don't know i i would say it's still defensible because like every i haven't re- i haven't been on a set with like any old people you mm-hmm. know um like, everyone's like considerably young and i'd say like um their immaturity manifests itself in the bit of money or recognition that they have getting mm-hmm. to their head you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, like it wouldn't like. I say this from a place where, like, knowing, like, I don't know how I would react to like instant the, fame. The fame or whatever. Especially you know? now, nowadays, it's like you post one video on YouTube and something on SoundCloud, and it's just you know, I like, like that. I, you're famous. If God forbid that happened to me, where like I put like oh like uh. Like something on Instagram blows up and like I got money from it, I I would be a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Probably thing, like some of these people. Maybe, you gotta I don't them, know. Yeah. Some of these I'm people like, gotta get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, like, in I, a I sense. Mean, like, it Not is, totally, but one well, the, the the thing I like the cap I'll put on it is like maybe they'll be nicer when they get older. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Because uh bear in mind, you know. I really don't think Joey has ever been an asshole because he's just like truly a, a kind soul. He could have been a dick when he was mm. like, you know, 18 or something, maybe. Mm. But I I met him when he was, I don't know, how old is he now? Like 26 or something? Yeah, probably. He's, he's got to be older than us. Old, has a daughter. Yeah. Like, you know, fatherhood. Is yeah. Like, it's a different like. Well, have you ever seen someone like while out on set? Like that type of like uh, about some bullshit. Not like something actually goes wrong and they're pissed, but like. They just wild out over something. There's no need. Like, oh, I no, didn't have, I didn't have people... my favorite chips in the green room. <laughs> no, 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 no. No one's ever really done that. But I've seen people get like too drunk. Okay. Okay. Any time you see liquor in a rap video, it's real. <laughs> um, and they they do finish bottles on set. And I've seen people get too drunk and like having to like wrangle someone who's belligerent is like very stressful like very stressful especially when it's their own thing that you're Not working on and like <laughs> even no because it's like bro i'm literally trying to help you like yeah. please let me help you and they're like yeah it is what it is but i they um i mean even the even the bad shit i'm all of this, like from the first student film that work on, I worked on to like the last music video I worked on, blessed to have done mm-hmm. any of that shit because it is like a really, it's, even though it's like ubiquitous, is it the right word? Is ubiquitous the right I word? I think. Omnipresent, Maybe. I guess. Like film, TV, music video, they're fucking everywhere. Yeah. It is sort of like a, like, 
it feels like a niche thing mm-hmm. to like get to work on it. It's really cool to like get to like even like the small the smallest shit I got to. Well, I mean, I've, I've met a lot of people in my life, and you're the only person I know who's like, yeah, I've worked with Joey Badass. You know, like, like it's like, <laughs> yeah, I've done this. Like, yeah, I've worked on on famous people. But again, like, videos, the, the, like the Joey Badass set is not my favorite set that I've been on. It's yeah, no, one. but it's, but it's what I'm saying is like, it's like still like that. That's sick. Right. And especially from where you started, like your whole story is kind of crazy. Like you started as marketing major, like uh, it's kind of seems like you wanted to do something in music. You were working at Sirius, no? I I guess, or it was just random. Well, no, yeah, it was literally one, random. Shit, I saw it. I looked at the job portal, on, LinkedIn or I whatever. At, I indeed, at <laughs> I was like, "Hey, bro, paid internship. I need a bag right now. I'm trying to buy shoes." <laughs> that uh, was that was literally what that was. Okay, okay. Um, but still, I mean, it's still crazy. No, like, it's, you ended up in a whole different world, kind of, from what you were. Originally I would doing. say of like all of the art forms, music's probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. My sister, like I. Cause she, my sister's six years older than me. And so when I was in, how old was, how old was I in 2004? Seven. I was in first grade when uh, Kanye came out with, my sister was in like eighth grade and I was in first grade. Mm -hmm. And she had either an iPod Nano or an iPod Shuffle. It was an iPod Shuffle. And she was downloading music off a line wire and like was, like, letting me listen to it, and, like, I first heard, like, I heard Kanye, like, when it came out in fucking 2004 on her iPod Shuffle, and, like, thank God my older sister is, like, a bad older sister for, like, mm-hmm. letting her little brother listen to that that early. Probably mind-blowing as a seven-year-old listening to Kanye. No, because, like, I, cause <laughs> I, 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 I guarantee at the time, obviously, I have no idea what he's talking about. Yeah, I have yeah, no yeah. idea what any of this shit means. I don't even know that the curse words are curse words. But, like, I just, like, sonically, what I was hearing was pleasing to me. Right. All I heard was sounds that I liked. And then, you know, you get a bit older and you start, like, Googling samples. You start listening to, like, that is, like, the beginning of my music taste. And, I don't know, like, it's just, like, one of... I like I just I it was by far like my it is by far my favorite thing I'd say like of any like if like you could food food water music air I'll let I'll you know I'll choose music and then die in like two minutes okay like without I like that like I, that I could like kind of I, agree with that though it's because it's just it's so because like any like I don't know. Like the, I'd say like the, uh, the best filmmakers are the ones that like, um, I don't know, can like accurately capture and then convey an emotion Mm -hmm. and with, and it's like really hard to do. Not every movie can do that. Not every TV show can do that. But like music is just like, like, right. Like it's, it's to me, it's more, maybe it's the immediacy of it. Okay. That like, oh, like when young thug uh you know moans in a song or like when kid cuddy hums or whatever like i you you don't know like they're not saying a word but you f- you, you feel, feel that they, yeah you feel what they you get feeling. it yeah and it's like it, that, that i think that's cool that, is. that you can like connect with people that way so then 
what's what's next for you then? What what's what next? do you you know what what's next? What are some people that you hope to work with in the future? Like if um, you could if you could rattle off like a top five right now of of like people for the future that you want to either do a film with or a music video, whatever. Like who would it be? Damn, that's wild. Um. That's so hard. You have to cut out <laughs> all the dead air of me thinking. I uh, movie wise, I mean, honestly, like it's might be corny, but like I, you know, continue to work with my friends. But like, I don't. Know, I feel like uh, being like the lowest PA on the totem pole for a Safdie Brothers movie mm-hmm. would be really sick. Um, like the guy, the guys that did Uncut Gems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know time. who they are. Yeah, I. Uh, that would be cool. Like if I was just if I was, th- if I wasn't even a PA, if I was just an intern getting coffee, I'd do that in a heartbeat. Um, because I think they're really cool. Um, and then I guess like music video wise. Fuck, that's not Kanye, fair, bro. <laughs> Well, I guess Connie's an asshole. <laughs> I like. I imagine his set is just like him ranting for four hours, no, and then it's like, I, all right, Kanye, I, we got to start shooting now, dude. We got to start like, shooting. It's fu- like, I love Kanye. Don't get me wrong, but I that's what I, I picture. I, I don't even know. Like, uh, I do love his music. I, it's just t- it's too hard to talk about. Bro. <laughs> it's so hard to talk about or like to quantify. Music wise, I have literally no fucking idea. I guess. Um, Hmm. You can't. What was what was yours? If you if you did music videos, who was your guy? Be? Give me more information. I need something to jog my fuck because it's just so action Bronson. Guy, you got it. You got it. Never mind. Action Never Bronson. mind. Never mind. Actually, um, I've uh, I've met him four times, and like every time there's food. <laughs> it's just like that dude is surrounded by food. Yeah, constantly. like it's like he's and- getting. Have you seen his like uh, body transformation? It's crazy. I'm savage. so proud of him. He's, He's gonna savage. live forever. He's yeah. gonna live forever. I hope now. so. Um, but I would um, yeah, working for him would be fucking sick. Action Bronson. I just working on a music video. So how wait? How did you meet Action Bronson four times? Was just it wasn't wandering like, it, around the no, city. No, it wasn't like I. It wasn't like it has nothing to do with fucking music or anything. Right. It but. was uh, the first time was at a pop up shop he did for uh, Blue Chip Seven Thousand. The second time was a book signing. The third time was an album signing and a concert, and the fourth time was another book signing. Because, like, I feel like every time I go to the city, I'm, like, looking around, like, is this the time, like, I I just see Action Bronson just, like, playing hoops with a bunch of little kids on the court or some shit? Fuck, man. I think he... He'd beat me one-on-one. I think, because I'd... I'd, I, uh... Even if he can't shoot or get no, around you with shoot. dribbling, no, no but even if he couldn't, he even if he couldn't, that man's just going to back would, you down. Yeah, I think he, <laughs> That's a big boy. Low even man, with the way he's wins. lost. Low man wins and everything. I oof, I also would just like, even if I got a lead, I'd lose on purpose. Because <laughs> I don't want to beat Action Bronson. I, I think that. that subconsciously the thing is I don't want to, I don't want to beat my hero anymore. I feel that. I don't so want to be one of yeah, the guys so but mine it would definitely Action Bronson just cuz his his music videos are Action Bronson's wild. easy. Um, I would say uh if Lauren Hill came out with like new music. Okay. I, I got to respect that. That's I awesome. Uh, cuz she has bars and I would like to just see my favorite thing 
about working on music videos is like some some artists mouth the words or it's but others like uh my friend Kamau um who also makes incredible music um he I uh I worked on one of his music videos and he was like performing like it like he was like actually like like some artists just mouth the words mm-hmm. and like kind of act in their music videos some artists like are just straight performing as they would have if they were like at a concert or something um and that's my favorite part I would love to see Lauren Hill like perform a song on set for a music video or yeah, something right that would be fucking awesome um. What about, like, working or collabing with another, like, major director who's out there, like, uh, oh, what's that kid's name? Cole Bennett. So, you know, something like that. Oh, like, like, a, like a Lyrical Lemonade type Yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. That would be sick just because, like, he... He is... He's tapped in with, like, so many people. Like it's he, crazy. Like, he just, like, the... The... Like, the new artists you hear with, like... like didn't like I don't know. Juice World made his first video with him. Like smoke, smoke per. Right? Everybody makes everybody makes their first videos with him or whatever. But he like he makes some really cool shit. That would be cool. I think he's also Chicago based. So just like bias wise, yeah. I like, I like oh, that's that. I didn't I didn't even think that he is he is Chicago yeah, based. Yeah, that's yep. really cool too. Um, dude, do you know his story though? Like how he got started? No, I know nothing. So he he has a TED talk. I watched it one time, and he talked about how you know he's sitting in high school um, study hall, and he just like draws out this little logo. Ends up being the lyrical lemonade (laughs) logo, right? Then he's like, then he's like shooting music videos here and there. He's like, all right, well, how can I get my name out there more? So he's like, I'm gonna do a concert. So he's like, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take like three quarters of my budget and put it towards an artist who's like kind of big but hasn't blown up yet mm-hmm. and then I'll put the rest of the money towards smaller artists who was that artist who was the who was the biggest artist Lil Uzi fuck off three weeks after he books him Lil Uzi blows up so his concert sold out instantly awesome. and from there it was just like that's like that's boom. like hearing like Mark Cuban's origin story where like oh he started with eight thousand dollars yeah he's a billionaire now like I like those like that's the thing too. Like I, the guy obviously had a vision, but there's no way he could have foreseen this. You know? No, no, no way he could. He was. He literally described mm-hmm. it as, "Oh, I had this artist that I heard on like SoundCloud from Philly. I think and I just hit him up, and he was like, yeah, three weeks later, the dude's all over the country.' As much of, as much of it is, um, fuck, like, as much of it is like, uh, it's like." Uh, having drive and having actual like talent, undeniable talent, and like having a vision and mm-hmm. like work ethic. As much of it as is, is that, it's also falling ass backwards into stuff. Yeah, and getting so lucky, like because like I don't know. That's that's the kind of thing that like um, that's the thing that kind of I tell myself to get through hard times, where it's like oh, it'll be like. It'll be like a month or like you know five weeks in between uh, shoots or whatever. Yeah. Like I won't get a I won't get a call for work in a, for a while. That's one of the things of freelancing. Um, you don't get work for like you know chunks of time at a time. Um, one of the it's just like being patient and like things kind of find you mm-hmm. and like you'll just get lucky and like fall ass backwards into shit. 
that's like an endearing thing that I think free uh, any freelancer has to like remind themselves is like oh, it'll probably work itself out. I like, feel that. Know, I at the very least you have like at the very least you work hard, you like try to get shit done, but like eventually your shit comes to you. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Eventually the universe will respond to it all, come back to you. Or no, I'm kidding. <laughs> or the worst thing ever will happen. No, I'm kidding. Everything's kind of fine. Could, could be fine. possible. Twenty twenty is fucking. Yeah, crazy. especially with twenty twenty. Fucking crazy. Especially, I mean, I I don't even know what to say with everything going on ending in the on world kind of right a now. Nice note, the though. country. It's everything. ending on kind of a nice note. It is. It was kind of fun. Some more wild shit happens. I'm happy dude, Trump lost. Dude, did you watch um? Did you watch Biden's speech when he first like finally when you know when uh Kamala and everyone came uh, out Sunday on the night. stage with him? Yeah. Did yeah, you yeah, watch yeah. it? Yeah. So I didn't see the bulletproof glass at first, right? That was all oh, in that, front of him. That glass was thick. Dude, I was like, this man is just standing out in the open like, like no, that. No, 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 no. Then had, did you notice they, they shot confetti off and none of them knew it was coming Kamala's and they all jumped? Husband, Kamala's husband, uh, um, uh, the, the, what is his, what is his title? I have no First idea. First husband elect? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what you would call him. Vice <laughs> husband elect? Yeah. He... He's standing on front of the stage with uh, Kamala, 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 Kamala. I think the stretch. Did I say act- it wrong? I think I just said it wrong. Kam- <laughs> we need to learn now. Um, he's standing there, and uh, the cannon goes off a of confetti, and he's like, he like went like that. Dude, they all did. My heart and, dropped. And and she moved like she like went around like they all. He didn't move a fucking inch until she came back to him. Like it was so funny, bro. When I heard that, my heart. Dropped. I no, was I, like, I mean, "Oh my like, god!" Because I didn't know what it was at first. I was waiting for somebody to just like. Well, no, I was. I was joking about it instantly. Like, oh, this is where the proud boys come out, like, this dude. Because <laughs> you didn't even see the confetti for like ten seconds after the mad noise went long, off. So everyone was long. like, "What the hell was that?" No, but I um. Oh, uh, that was fire. I I what like no one. I don't know what your political views are. I don't know who you voted for. Pretty much down the middle, dude. I think both sides need to work together and come to like, yeah, but this like, is the good thing on this side, good thing on this side, let's mash it. But I, um, like, I, the thing, I was just happy that Trump lost. I, I wasn't celebrating like a Biden win necessarily, mm-hmm. but like, I was happy that like Trump is the era, at is least over. for the next four years, not going to be president. If he runs again, I don't fucking know what's going to happen. Dude, if this man runs but, again. But, um, it was just, for Saturday during that day, because it was seventy degrees, it was mm-hmm. very, it was like summer in November, and uh, everyone was happy. That was just cool to see. Were you in the city? When I was. Everyone was wilding I was out. In, I was in Astoria visiting my friends Mitch and Pat from St. John's, and we were watching. I think I was playing Madden against Pat in the morning or something, or, or like we had all just woken up, and we were sitting there watching. Um, we were watching Dortmund versus Bayern Munich. Mm-hmm. And we just hear cheering and like pots and pans outside, and the game and the match the match uh the match is done. Byron wins, and we turn it to CNN and like we saw a, like declared winner and we were like oh fuck that's what's happening, and then we just heard more noise and more noise and more noise and we went out later to the park, and like the parks were packed everybody was just happy. Uh, a lot of cases of coronavirus were then reported. Yeah, like for Saturday and Sunday, but um, it was nice to see just like 
just positive energy. Yeah, instead like, there of... Uh, been, yeah, there's, there the way been, my, there's, there's been none of that. Yeah, this is the way there's my brother put it. He was like, look, if Trump loses, like, at least we won't have people crying and rioting and because remember the first time he won people were out protesting instantly people well, no, were crying I, I think okay here's screaming. my, so my brother was like at least that won't happen the the wednesday because i mean the in 2016 you knew wednesday you you, you knew yeah. tuesday yeah, yeah, yeah you knew yeah. wednesday morning who won who had won i remember so my first internship was you know overtime mm-hmm. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, my first internship at st john's was there when they were like just starting out and they had this office in Soho, and I get I walk out of the subway station at uh, Broadway Lafayette at, on Wednesday morning, and it was like really gray and misty and like raining in New York. It was a shitty fucking day. Everyone was sad. Everyone was quiet. And then like, and then Trump loses, and the next day it's seventy five. Everyone's happy. <laughs> like it was in November. Nonetheless. In November, like it was like the like, and the, it's been amazing weather since. I, I'm not. I don't know. I, there's something serendipitous about that. <laughs> They're ha- like it's not that shit that. didn't just fucking happen. I That's what, that. I think that is what my the point is. And uh, the same Saturday nights, fucking the Saturday night after. Uh, Trump got elected, and the Saturday night after Biden got elected, uh, Dave Chappelle hosted SNL both times. Really? Yeah. Same, really? Yeah, I yeah. just I watched his monologue last I night. I still haven't watched it. Bill Burr's was fucking awesome. Did you watch that? Yeah. Yep. And it was. Bill and people was were incredible. mad about it. And the no, whole thing is just no, Bill. It's Bill Burr. What do you expect from Bill Burr? Well, no, not even like what do you expect from Bill Burr? Those jokes are fucking on point. They're very funny. They're very accurate. And he, it's like. One of those things where, like, you watch, like, an SNL audience didn't deserve Bill Burr's monologue. <laughs> that deserved to be in, like, an actual comedy club or something. Yeah. That, like, they, he didn't... Yeah, no, I it, feel He that. was performing to a level higher than the intellect of that mm. audience. Dave Chappelle's was good. It was funny. Don't get me wrong. It was definitely funny, but it was more of, like, a... Like a, it was more of like a real monologue rather than like a like what Bill Burr did, where it like was where like he was a like, com- just, he like was a comedic routine. Yeah, it was like actually like a monologue. I kind of well, that, that's like jokes here and there, sort of and he's just like smoking a cig, putting it that's down. Sort of, that's sort of Chappelle's <laughs> style, though. Like it feels like when he, it feels like even when he's doing stand up and they're written jokes and it's like an act that he's you know yeah no, over and sure. over again before he records it. It does feel often like he's just, you know, talking. Yeah, well, he's next level. And absolutely so next level. Insane. Like, nobody, so I feel like, I just feel like absolutely nobody's near, like, the so caliber of Dave. That's Trump. who I want to work for. That'd be cool. That would That'd be, be fucking really cool. Does he do he, movies or anything? Because he had the Chappelle show, obviously, but, like, that hasn't ah, been Ah, the last movie in. he was in was, like, fucking, ha- what was it, Half-Baked? Was it Half-Baked? I feel like that might be his only, I wish Nelson was out here right now. He's, like, a human IMDb, but. Well, I mean, obviously, like, but the. Uh, recording a stand-up set, recording a special—that's a fu- that's a massive. Like you know, tre- uh, Trevor Thomas. Oh yeah, yeah. He do- he he's not a PA. I don't know what he does, <laughs> but he's on the road, like involved in the production of so many things. I'm sure he's done a comedy special. Like that is like, they're full-on productions. He was in the bubble, dude. The the NBA. Trevor bubble? was in the bubble, dude. The entire time. That's sick. That's crazy. That's actually so dope. Trevor was in the bubble. He was at Biden's inauguration. Not the inauguration. The acceptance party. 
How? How? Wait. <laughs> Bro, dude gets around. He works. He works. Really? Yeah, he works. Like he he does really cool shit. That's what I want to do. I want to be Trevor Thomas when I grow up. <laughs> well, I, I hope you I get there. Thomas I hope we all get there. Yeah. I hope we all get to Trevor Thomas level, dude. That's actually that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Honestly, until you said it, it took me a second to register, and I, I was like, him. "Wait, I was we were on the same team as him." Like, yeah, dead ass. Shout out to Goth Dad one fucking time. And then uh, I don't know. I think you think we're good to wrap this up. Yeah. All right. Well, you got anything else? No, I'm good. You got anything else? <sighs> Shout out to Adams Fracker Farms. Want to plug your social to, uh, medias or anything? I mean, look, so follow, follow me on Instagram. <laughs> Priceline Negotiator yeah. at Priceline Negotiator. Fire name. Still don't know how you get that. Every Bro, time I see I, it on some stories or something, I'm like, how did he get this name? It was because I think they dis. I think pro- not progressive. Nationwide was it? Nationwide. Nationwide. I think it was nationwide. Yeah. They had those commercials. They discontinued the character in like. like 2010 or whatever and they never made an instagram that was like before instagram yeah right so and i no one thought i guess the assumption that people came to and like that everyone was coming up with their instagram names was like oh it's gotta be taken i'm gonna try it i i had an internship the first like interview that like i scrubbed my social media for um i had an internship with the yankees sophomore year before serious and i was like i'm gonna like put everything on private change all my names to like mm-hmm. not my name because i think before it was like andre underscore albanese or whatever so i changed my twitter at the time i deleted twitter i don't have twitter or snapchat anymore so I, but at the time i changed my twitter to human bitcoin and i changed my instagram to priceline negotiator and i kept those and I'm ne- I think I'm never going to change Priceline Negotiator, but I have, like, I have other accounts where, like, I hold on to, like, usernames. Mm-hmm. Like, I have another one that's uh, Emotional Decadence, where I follow, um, that I, I just follow golf content on that. Um, and then my private Instagram is She Didn't Come, which is just... That's that's is that like your finsta? That's my finsta. My finsta is she didn't come. Request to follow it. I won't accept the follow. There you go. If I don't know you, um, but yeah, those are my three Instagrams. Is uh, (laughs) don't follow any. There you go, people. Priceline negotiator. She didn't come. Emotional decadence. (laughs) Good news. I had a pen and paper with my friend Jared in our dorm. I was like, we got to come up with fire shit right now. Trauma. Two words that don't go together, put them together. All IG kind names. Of fire. Good. <laughs> That's the best way to come up with IG names. None of those shits are taken. Don't underestimate your creativity at all. There you go. It's a great note to end it with. Wrap it. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs>